Hey, welcome to the Medicine Cabinet Podcast. Now here's one of our sponsors. Vain Gloria. I like that. I like it in the black. I like the way you fill it out. I love how it look from the back with the cuffs and the straps. podcast wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for him. He was the one that helped me out with the microphone, that helped me out with the computer to get this popping, you know? And like, uh, yeah, that's what friends are for, you know? But uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, he, uh, when I prepare for my auditions, saying when I need to prepare something, this is the guy I call because his ear is so immaculate and his knowledge of music and like how deep he's gone to study, you know? But the funny thing is, he doesn't even do that anymore. But yet I can still play for him. And he can still give me the information I need to bring my excerpts or my, you know, my solos to the next level. And uh, what he's doing now is uh, coding. You know, he, he, he said bye to the life of uh, music and now he's into coding. And we talk about that in this uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, this is a, I think, I think, yeah, this was a drinking day, this. You're gonna hear some glasses clinging and clanging, and I apologize for if things go off into tangents, but uh, there's a message in there, you know, and you should probably listen deep for it, and you'll get it if you listen for it. But uh, yeah, enjoy the episode, and if you have any questions for the guest, you can hit, hit us up on the Medcap Pod at gmail.com. That's T H E M E D C A B P O D at gmail.com. IG, the same thing, T-H-E-M-E-D-C-A-B-P-O-D. And on Twitter, just the MedCat. And that's T-H-E-M-E-D-C-A-B. All right, check out the episode. Let us know what you think. All right. All right, we're at the medicine cabinet. Today, hanging out with us. You better live? Oh, let me go live first. I'm gonna press the button. All right, stream that. Is it going? How's it going? Good? Good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> Today we have. Sean Richie. Rusty Saturn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lens. 
Hop Tone, what's up? Billy. Hey. What's up, everybody? And I'm uh, Chris. You know who I am. Rusty, you know what's going on. Yeah, today I invite my friend Rusty out here. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> known him for quite some time, you know. Says a lot of wild things, you know. But uh, he's a good friend. Like, uh, I always appreciate, like, playing music for him because, like, he has good ears. Like, for, like, mock like, he does, like, good mock auditions with me. And, like, uh, every time any of my friends meet him, they never forget him. He's like an un uh, unforgettable type of dude. And like he has a very great memory. He'll come up with like random things out of nowhere sometimes. You know? <laughs> and like sometimes people could be misunderstood. Some sometimes people might think saying it's too wild, but at the same time he's always been kind to me, so always kept him on my corner, you know. But uh, yeah, my friend Chris Rusty is a <laughs> clarinetist, you know. And uh, so how'd you get to clarinet? What was, what was the thing that made you get into clarinet? What made you choose clarinet? Uh, but I was an amateur violinist and. Uh, Pretty much told my brother he's gonna play the oboe and I was gonna play the clarinet. Turned eight. I was like, I started on the piano. It was terrible. So they're just like trying the clarinet. And uh, eight years old, yeah, learned all my learned all twelve scales by ten. Um, and I started doing competitions seventh grade. So I was pretty successful going up into college. All right, all right, all right. Wait, so you, so you see your parents? Did your mother play or did your no, 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 she would. Nobody other than your family played? Yeah, she, nah, pretty much. When did your dad quit? I just, he, he has never played a sonata in his life. He's oh, played he's, in an orchestra. Like, One okay. of those violin players is just, you know. Oh, section violin. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Cool, cool. And like, like, so what are the benefits that you can take from like being a musician, you think? Um, like, what's the best parts of it? Like, oh, okay, that's a really good question. Jeez. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like, you know, my life is just, I'm evolving through life and through these evolutions. I think I, once I understood music and I moved on, I was able to transcend yeah. through life and through, through my steps in life. And, and music honestly taught me a lot of artistry and creativity and, you know, Life is. I, I I still play music. Like so. Wait, so wait. Like what? Like when you were in college. Like uh. Like uh. You you, you were still enjoying it still then or no? While you're in college. Well, I mean, playing professionally was very demanding, and I lost. I don't play clarinet anymore. All right. At all. I mean, I just don't play. I play like three or four times a year. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah so what was the thing that made you like want to leave clarinet? Um, practicing. <laughs> practicing, yeah. Uh, no, well, no, honestly. It's but you were good, though. That's the thing. That's the thing that, like, boggles my mind, you know? Because I had a couple, because I had a friend uh, from Boston, from NDC, a trumpet player, like, one of the nastiest players that I knew, you know? Like, classical players. He would just pick up the trumpet and, like, just play the Petrushka or whatever. And he actually would, he would call out. He would lock it down, you know, just on the spot. And you had that ability, too, because, like, I remember you just hanging out when you go through the excerpts too. Yeah. Are you are you a perfectionist? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's like that played a role. You, like you have to be mm -hmm. these days. You have to be. I mean, there's no room for mistakes. It's so competitive. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said about music, I mean, it's taught me so much about life. You know, I, I once I actually finally, I, well, once I felt like I really understood what I was doing with music, my whole life changed. Everything about the way I, I, I clean my room 
the way I, you know, woke up in the, you know, what I did organizing my day, all about organization, and, um, you know, it's just like life is an audition. Now, like, yeah, there's a lot, that, 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 that's pretty yeah. intense. <laughs> now, to call, now, there's a lot of discipline that goes into being a musician. They got, like, go to bed on time and, like, uh, make little practices a must, you know, but, like, that, to have that energy in the morning, saying you have to go to a bed on time, like, eat right, and, like, a lot of people say exercise. Like an athlete. And, like, breathing, like, all that stuff. You have to pay attention to, like, a lot of things, you know. And, like, uh, some people are naturally, like, can just fall into that. Some people shy away, you know, but you say, but you say you were into it at some point, but, like, what made you? Into what? Into the discipline part of, uh, you said, like, change your life, like, the way you made your bed and the way you live life. But, uh, like, do you maintain that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, like, do you, did you transmute that energy into, like, another area? Like, you're saying that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I mean, now I'm doing computer science, obviously. Yeah. Um, and um, just my whole work ethic. And, you know, I feel like life is, you know, the way I see life now is it's, it's just canvas. And I want to be an artist always. And, you know, what do artists want to do? Just have fun, do creative paintings. Just, it's always about the art, the artistry, you know? And, and for me, it's, for me, it's, you know, I always try to challenge myself and not just doing what I have to do, but finding interest. So, in what, so what, like, what made you choose computer science? Whole thing. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay. Be honest. So I was uh, doing, okay, so Be I, I, I was doing music and then I was like, okay, well, I tried doing computer science when I was 18 at Case Western. And they were like, uh, they were, you know, engineering school, top 20 uh, private school in the US. Very tough. And I dropped out. I couldn't even figure out C out. Right. How to print out on the screen. It's the first thing you learn. It's, it's ridiculously easy. And I couldn't figure it out. I just gave up. And so I guess I had kind of I had a little self-esteem academically after that whole experience. Yeah. And um, when I was, uh, so I did music education because uh, you know, I didn't think I could do anything else. And I was, um, just music education was really depressing. You know, I had to teach high school kids. And <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with teaching for anybody else. <laughs> but if it's not your cup of tea, I Some people that. can understand what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm the same, same way. I have a hard time teaching. Like, I need the student to be involved and, like, yeah. want to want to Yeah, have passion and, and really be accomplished and, also. And, and, you know, um, so what was that? What was it? I was curious because you said you stopped because of practicing but I'm curious like what what about practicing like did you did you stop playing clarinet and choose to go into computer science because you were it's something that you're not gonna have to practice no um, it's something where you can be constantly creating uh, wait, you know, so you're asking me about actually switching over to computer science did you want me to Finish up what you were saying about. Yeah, um, we're just talking. Man. Okay. Yeah, 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 just no, I just remember what we were talking about. You know, it's sort of background. Yeah. Um, like a hog. Yes. So as yeah. far as the, music, the reason I switched over financially was the biggest reason. All right, we got to the root of the problem. Saying it was money. Saying money is a great thing for what? Saying like, nay, sometimes I cause like the music life is so rough as far as freelancing or whatnot. You know, but I would, sometimes I cause I'm always thinking about leaving. 
that, that, that they were something more lucrative, you know? And of so course. That I would like as much as music, you know? Of course. But, because, yeah, but you're saying you found your, your love in that in computer science also. Um, well, I, I, I never thought that. So, yeah, going back to what you were talking about before, I was doing music ed, and I have a, one of my oldest friends I've known since he was five or six, um, my neighbor, um, he works at Google, and I said, how much do you make a year? And he goes, 350. Oof. <laughs> oh, He's a millionaire. Yeah, you know? but they, like, they like, use you, and then they can discharge but you. But he likes so his job. Like, he likes his job. Okay. You know, he's, he's happy. Yeah. He said 350? 350 for Google, yeah. And he just got promoted. Oh, wow. To senior software he engineer. Make us, yeah. Well, you gotta tell him to come on the podcast. We gotta talk this out. So, I guess what I was thinking is like, um, with uh, with with art or something like that. Like, you have to practice a lot it without actually getting some sort of you know benefit from it, like financially, right? Whereas with computer science, you probably that happens faster. It pays. It's not really. It's like it's work rather than practice. Like it's work that goes towards. Well, yeah, I mean, the amount of work you put in, you're going to get paid most likely in return. Yeah. Uh, with music, I feel like it would be the same way, but not nowadays. Yeah, that's definitely true. So like the technology and landscape that's fucked everything, basically. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, no, uh, what I like to visit you out in Detroit and like just hearing about like you like finishing class and just like hanging with your tech buddies and whatnot. Yeah, you seem pretty excited about it too. So it's like you find like your nice think, love. I think technology. But, but, it, but is that love like motivated by money or like, or just the the the, the Rubik's cube or the whole thing? Just well, I, 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 I love money. I mean, I <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And so talk I that realness. That's but, what I'm talking but, about. But, but to answer your question, um, what was your question? <laughs> um, the whole computer science. I, I got into it, and I, I started to realize that in the day of technology, technology is. It, it, it's exponential. The way, like, for CPU chips, exponentially, it's it's almost linear. Mm-hmm. You see, so like it's exponentially getting larger in terms of the capabilities, but it's in a constant path. So, what what do, you, what do you think about? I was talking to somebody about this and technology and like being a musician. It kind of feels like I don't know. I wasn't there, but at one point, you know, the swordsman was like, you know. If you were like a great swordsman, the greatest, like just take Musashi or some shit, you're undefeated swordsman, like Mayweather. You're undefeated. And <laughs> the game was awesome. <laughs> so much and, yes. and, and you're undefeated, but yeah. then all of a sudden, 50 and 0. Guns, guns come along. Change the whole paradigm. Exactly. That's but, a great point. But you can take the skills you learn as a swordsman, like, like just the awareness, the dedication, the, the ability to adjust. You know, so someone doesn't cut your fucking head off, and now you got to apply it to guns. It's like, oh, what can I do now? It's like now I have instead of my sword, I have soldiers. I'm a general, or you know, like I can, I don't know, like you know, and now it's like ridiculous. We have like automatic weapons. Could you imagine if you know you went back to, back in time with like a machine gun? You could be like a tra- Are you saying that 
moving from from swords to guns. Are you saying that you killing trans- techies? Translating that sort of um, uh, yeah, from technology. Like, bring guns to Silicon Valley as we start. Well, no, no. What's that going to look like? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, being an artist today is like <laughs> now, now being an artist like if you go to school for like you go to school for clarinet, right? I did. You know, I went to school for trombone. Like that's like some swordsman type shit like you know it's like an art like a very specific thing but now it's technology anybody can make music you know people can make ridiculous tracks on their phone like like any lay person and it's like oh fuck where am I and that's not just music it's like every art like you try to be an artist like I have this app and you can just turn your picture into a work of art somebody could have spent 300 hours on that or just 3 seconds like how are you gonna pay for that like you know I think that's a big factor but, you know, um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, in the day of technology, for me, I feel like technology, for me, I, I, I come falling in love with it. it it's completely new. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, it's a growing industry. And it's offering so, like, think about it, like, I'm 35. I don't want to say it on camera, but that's it. It's been said. No, you missed it. I think I said it three times. Like, like uh, I was watching. I was watching. I think it was like Shark Tank or something. And they're gonna have it, have it where the, nobody owns a car. It's just gonna be these car services where you can like hang out, be on your phone in your car, just hang out or sleep, or whatever, for these seven-hour drives and like the cars that drive themselves. Mm-hmm. And my friend has like a, I think it's a 2017 BMW, and he said he was trying to park his car, but the car just took over. And it like, just parked itself, and like the wheel is going back. Automation. Out. Yeah, just back. The world of automation is yeah, scary, yeah. man. So it's it's definitely scary. Yeah, yeah, it's but like that's technology too, you know. But, like, Even, I mean, I mean, I'll probably be replaced by automation. Who, who knows, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the crazy part. But you're making it. Like, like what I feel, but what I'm doing though, it's scary. Like, for example, I'm doing this mobile application, and a year ago, if you were to do the same program, it would you'd have to do it completely different. You wouldn't be able to use um, UI, which is user interface. So you can click and drag all the buttons and make them look, you know, with the way you want them to look. Before you had to do it manually and say, okay, I want to add this coordinate: three six two four three one, and I want it to be this size: two six one. But now you can just click and drag. One year ago, you couldn't. Well, maybe two. You couldn't do that. And so constantly, I have to update the kind of research and and watching videos and seeing the updates that they're coming up with. And it's 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 just always evolving and evolving, quickly moving on. Yeah. And and so it's very challenging. Does it add to the excitement, or does it kind of like like fuck now? Is another well, both, both, yeah. for sure, both. I mean, I'll be stuck like looking at documentation. I'm just like, you know, just. But I mean, it's it's. I, I know it, it, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, be okay. I mean, starting off with it's a mystery for all of us no. to think about. Yeah, <laughs> like starting off, I didn't know anything, and it's like down the road, like you know, you just gotta believe in yourself. Anyone can do it. I, I the reason I got the computer science. One of the reasons was because my um, uncle yeah. is a computer science guy, and I said to him, um, "Uncle, is it easy to program? Because anybody can program." You know, ironically, I see him at my mother's funeral this year, and I said to him. Uncle, I'm doing computer science. He's like, why are you doing that? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, computer job. I'm like, what? You told me it was easy. <laughs> so, like, I know. I he's like, I'm not trying to be discouraging. Like, too late. Like, <laughs> I mean, is it? I feel like that is an area where you can find a job. Yeah, he was wrong. 
Okay. Yeah, I talked to all my colleagues about this. He's retiring. He's a consultant. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of areas where I would think it's hard to find a job, but that would be one that's right now nowadays, things that nowadays but it's, it's more competitive as well the demand and the they, they've done research or they've done statistic research on um, the salary and and the type of demand and supply that there are for job vacancies and it's not that much better or worse you know and so that's a good and bad thing um, but it's this is a lot of demand for I mean automation really is just taking over everything do you agree with um um, Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking, they're like afraid of like robots just oh, yeah. taking over. Like the AI, can, AI for programming is definitely interesting. Um, uh, it's very complex. And they're actually, I read this article about um, the AI for Google apparently made up its own language. <laughs> yeah, but then they start saying like terrible things. Because it started mimicking what uh, humanity was. I think that was the, the lesson from that thing, right? Was that yeah. they, they had this artificial intelligence uh, it robot turn, turn trying to learn how to, yeah, it turned out to be super racist and <laughs> <laughs> well, because, because it was, it was reflecting just reflecting what was shared on it. It was very, yeah, it's very stereotypical too. It's like, yeah. okay, sports images, men. Um, and the cooking woman. It was like identifying things like that. So yeah. it's interesting how AI kind of interprets like. <laughs> but seriously. That's crazy though. Where do you see technology in the next five years? Because it's like you're saying, it's exponentially growing in like even the last two years. You know, or whatever. Or even when I was in high school, we basically, I remember having a Nokia cell phone. It was black and white. Yep. We were excited that we could change the covers. Yep. You know, that yep. was like, that makes sense. And I was yep. like, yo, look at my brand new cover I got for my birthday. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a QWERTY keyboard, right? Yeah. Oh, no touchscreen. I need haptic feedback. Like, I need it. Just because it took me so long to get my Christmas, I had the physical keyboard. I just thought it was like, oh, yeah, I'm typing like. <laughs> <laughs> and like when I type on screen, I'm always making errors, and yeah. I need like a zzz, zzz, yeah, you know. So I actually felt the opposite when touchscreen came out. I was like, I felt so comfortable with QWERTY, and I was just like, oh, wow. But you just get used to it, you know. You gotta adapt. I mean, honestly, my dad's coworker um, who uh, retired a few years ago. He, um, my dad, told me a funny story because he takes care of all the tech stuff, network stuff at, at the office, and he said, "Well, Dr. Uber came up to me." And he was showing me his email, and he didn't know what to do. <laughs> wow. Wow. And this guy's like 70 years old, a few, like, you know, five or six years ago. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's rough. Even someone like that is so accomplished, a surgeon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have doctors that I work with who are. No idea. Need a lot of help <laughs> with computers and, like, um, you know, like handwriting for. I, one is just transitioned over to actually type in, but I think somebody's doing it for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And he's in his 70s. He's yeah. a doctor. Yeah. You know? I mean, so... Well, I mean, like, those guys are, like, so by the time the internet came out, those guys were, like, 45, 50, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I you mean, can't like, teach a lot of the tricks we always do yeah. in that past. Yeah. Um, I, there is something to what TJ is saying to me. Like, I, I, uh, I used to drive stick shifts when I had a car. And whenever I like drive just a regular car now which is not that frequent I, I always feel like I don't pay attention as well 
because like when you're doing this like stick you you're more engaged in the process yeah my uncle and like i that. like i i'm very quick to you know if i don't have to think about it i'm not going to mm -hmm. So I just I just wonder what that you know what that will mean like and what your thoughts on that are in terms of preserving some sort of like interaction that we actually have with our lives. I mean I feel like um, it's really what you make of it. You know if you're willing to take the steps of you know under like you know you get a new let's say they come up with like they come up with something new on the on the phone. I mean you might just kind of like give it the backhand and just kind of you know not give a shit. But or you could really get to know the program, get to know what's going on. And it takes time and it takes effort, but I mean, they make it friendly, user-friendly enough where technology is understandable to, you know, the common person. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. No, no, uh, last night while we were watching the fight, I remember you were just uh, talking to a lot of people about different ideas, perhaps, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. It's like you're, you see the vision, you see, you see what's going well, on. Well, startup companies are, are, are very lucrative but risky. Mm -hmm. um, there's a really good documentary on um, Netflix about independent game. Uh, it's called Indie. It's about independent um, coders that pretty much make games. Like, you ever heard of Minecraft? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That guy literally, he just wanted to make a game where he could do what he wanted to do with that game. And then he released it and made millions, billions, billion dollars wow. just off one game. And he did not want to make any money off that, but now he's just sitting on top of that. <laughs> he's just like, okay, like just like fall on his lap, you know. Do, do you feel like it's the gold rush? You know, one person just fucking struck gold, and everybody's like, yeah, I'm moving out there. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, like I'm sure, like location-wise, it's really suspicious. <laughs> well, see, that's interesting. It's, it's very similar to music. It's like, how do you become a soloist? You know, it's not just about being a good player. There are legendary players who never became famous. All sorts of instruments. Excuse me. And, um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Solus? Like, oh, the Solus, right. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's just like you need to, like nowadays, especially nowadays, you've got a combination of everything, you know, because the music industry is the, one of the biggest industries in the world. Right. You know, overall. But, um, what was I saying? The Solis. <laughs> All right, okay, Solis. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, you know, it's like the Solis. you got to have all the right ingredients. You know, and it's like that with everything in life, and more so with, with music, I think, because it's very risky. You know, you really, you got to put it all down. Or... Is that why you left, because you were scared? Yeah. Yeah, I was scared. I was scared that I was not going to make any money for the rest of my life and I was going to play with community orchestras. You know, yeah, or third-rate orchestras. That, that, that was a real thing. I'm being honest. And, and, and you yeah, know, that, that's... My, I would only settle with the best. Yeah. And I and I was yeah. even close. I wasn't even close. Well, you know, it was so competitive. That's why I asked you to yeah. do perfectors earlier because I, I feel like, you know, foresight can be like a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? Like... Right, right. Like we right. see the goal. Right. It is just plus. But then you know exactly how much work it's going to take and how much sacrifice you're like, yeah. uh, Well, I see, like, that's pessimist, pessimism versus optimism. I had a teacher in Mark Nuccio who was like, you know how hard it is to succeed? You know how hard it is? You know, you know like, so many people, only one person wins the job. And then I had another teacher, exactly the opposite. He even believes to me to this day. You know, and it's just like, I mean... I don't know why he still believes in me, but, <laughs> but I mean, I think what we're talking about is pragmatism, right? Because sometimes, like, if you're fighting someone, 
and you know you're gonna lose and they're gonna kill you, yeah, okay. you have to retreat, right? Yeah. And that's like the whole point of like having a general. Yeah. So I say like, I, I can't send my my troops out to fight because it's like literally just. That, sending my that's exactly how I felt when I played music. I remember okay. I'm making that phone call. I said, hi, I'd like to apply as a music education as educator at your school. And it's exactly like that. It's just like, I was like, I was like, oh my God, like hearing the words come out of your mouth. I was just like, that's, I, so I wasn't what you said. Yeah. You didn't want yeah. to be that, that, that guy. And, and, and then I'm glad I switched over from music ed because mm-hmm. I'd be teaching high school kids and I'm probably the last person. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Why the last Shut up, teacher. High school kids. Well, um, I'm not a babysitter. You gotta be a babysitter. You gotta, you gotta go there and make sure that the kids are okay and they talk back to you. Just say, okay, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> how would you, how would you deal with it if somebody talked back to you? Fuck that kid up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play this. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I have a lot of cameras, so I can't say. I can't answer that question. Oh. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me have a little bit of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it takes a, it, it takes a different just a different personality. Yeah, well, it's just which is an important. Well, I, I just yeah. I mean I'm more oriented towards and for me it's because I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. I'm more patient towards college students. You know people who are like there and they're like okay I'm paying money. Yeah, you know it's like making a dedication and commitment to music mm-hmm. as opposed to kids who need to be persuaded. Yeah, yeah. and that's like another another world for me. It's just like. You gotta connect with these kids, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it's been a long time since I've been a kid. Would you ever teach, <laughs> would you ever teach computer science to kids? High school kids? Oh, I totally recommend it. I mean, they have like Code Academy for like, literally like, you know, elementary kids. No, would you teach? No, but would you teach it? Would I teach it? Yeah, I'd it? love to. What's the difference? I think it's That's like, a good point. I know him. That's a really good point. <laughs> well, That's a great point. <laughs> You're more passionate now about um, computer science, computer science I totally than you ever were. Is that crazy? Because I mean, I'm the most passionate musician yeah. you could ever imagine. If I found something that I was good at and I could possibly make $350, oh my god, $350. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait, you what are you talking about? $350 for me. <laughs> I was How much money do you have to make a week to make $350? Oh, what's up? How much money do you have to make a, a month, a week to get make a hundred three hundred fifty? Oh, it's like seven thousand. dollars. Seven thousand dollars a week. Lot, most people are never gonna yeah. make that, and that's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. 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 So let's say five hundred thousand. Let's say five hundred thousand. Okay. That's like the highest paid oh. computer programmer. Okay. It's not owning. That doesn't own shares in a startup company, for example. Okay. I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna put uh, four weeks. Okay. You know. Hundred twenty-five thousand a week. Hundred twenty-five thousand a week. No. 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 Right. No. That's how you do that. No, it's not how you do that. Five thousand divided by four. So wrong. Yeah, it's twelve weeks a month. I love it. Oh, in a month they make five hundred thousand. In a week, in a week. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying. I thought you said five hundred thousand a year. Divide by 52. Okay. It's it's cool. I want to use this cool guy. I'm sorry. 
I'm like, divide and by you're making that most people are not. $9,615 a week. Now, this guy, he showed me his rig. Like, he takes that's stats, he like, smokes the wax out, and his rig was like a $1,000 rig. It was just like, I have a picture. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, this guy's just like, as far as weed goes, just like, I'm wealthy. <laughs> it's like, uh, everything probably. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, but oh, sorry. That's one thing. That's, is he happy? Awesome. Oh, is he happy? And also, you make that much money, right? But then your circle gets bigger. Like, for instance, you take the richest musician on earth, who is, I looked at it, it was uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, right? Yeah. He's almost at a billion. But, Lots of cheesy stuff. Think about, think about who he's hanging around with. If you're almost making a billion, you're hanging around millionaires, billionaires, you're still an artist. There's still a cap there. You're still there like, ah, I was playing some songs on the piano. Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? You're still, so you have, like, I feel like, you kind of have to love what you do because that's the role society's going to put you in, ultimately. Sorry, let me turn this yeah. off. It's oh. pretty cool, right? But, you know, I mean... Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. It's a good one. Dungeon. Treasure chest. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, what's your favorite video game? Um... We used, to, we used to play, what's it called, more worse Capcom back in the day. Oh, my yeah. oh man. Oh, Those are the good days. <laughs> was it, what was your favorite team? Yeah, my favorite team? For my worst Capcom 2. Uh, was it? Uh, Falcon? You Cable, use Captain Falcon? Cable, Hulk, and, and there's three people. Not Hulk. You didn't play Hulk. I played Hulk. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, I didn't use Spider-Man. Uh, who did I use? I used Spider-Man. The Ice Guy. Ice Man. Ice Man? Yeah, I used Ice Man. Yeah, I used Ice Man. Honestly, I think I was probably Spider-Man, uh, Sentinel, and Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Ryu, so it was big. Oh, yeah, I used him a lot. Right, Ryu was big, yeah. yeah. So you're going to make video games too now? You're going to start programming? Would, would you get into that too? Um, That's a whole other can of worms, right? Video games, I actually... But, do this but, but, but on mobile apps. Um, doing this blackjack game, I just... What you call me? No. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I totally missed that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I wanna, what were you talking about? What were you talking about? No, the blackjack game. Oh, the blackjack game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking dude. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. For real. Go, on, go on about the blackjack. All right. Um, well, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it was... It was, you know, because why wouldn't you want to code a blackjack game? You know, I mean, I mean, it was just like, it's really cool. I mean, I guess I like games, you know, I don't play games that much anymore. I'm way too old and it's just like, it's a waste of my time. I'd rather be studying and trying to make more money, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I, I had a passion for games at some point in my life and just, it's kind of cool, you know, it's, it's something fun to play. You know, I love gambling. So, so. so your main focus is like what apps now? Um, as far as mobile development, um, I want to get a certification from for Android. Um, I don't do iOS, which is Apple. Mm-hmm. So, but that's very similar. Ooh, so what's? I was a big debate with my friends all the time. Cause yes, I have an Apple computer, but you know, I have friends who call like engineers I grew up with, and um, just the things they could do. I can't do them, but the things they could do with uh, just like a PC, it's like incredible. Like the open source, like, you know, cause Apple tries to like stop you from doing like, you know, cool illegal shit, you know? Like, <laughs> and frankly, you know, or like, just, you know, I have friends who build their own computers and like, I'm like, damn, that's fucking awesome. Cause you know, 
I feel, I feel like Apple is great for like the layperson. You know, this Apple is very user friendly. User friendly, but you want to get into some like real deep soul stirring shit. You know, you gotta have like you know. Thanks, kids. You might want it from a computer. Some soul stirring shit. <laughs> I, I have an iPhone, and I, I like it. But you know, I mean, you know, we could talk about this all day. I mean, just like the tech business, just business in general is fucked up, man. You know, I mean, you would think. I mean, you know, for, even for music. Like, 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 what's the worst part of the tech business or the, the, the coding business, computer science? Part of the things. Um, okay, so my Google friend, I don't know if this is the worst thing, but this is my biggest fear. My Google friend was, I met him, you know, I knew him my whole life, and he was a really skinny kid, and he made the gayest poses for like swim, for like our, our swim team photos. Uh, he was a really flamboyant, uh, crazy kid, just like running around, flailing his arms around the pool. This is when you know? I met him, or? This is like ever since I knew him. Okay. As a little kid, just like, yeah. and then he grew up and he gained a little bit of weight, and then he got Google job and he gained like a hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. And so it's not healthy to make that much money. Probably. Is the lesson. I mean, well, he told me that. <laughs> <laughs> the, Google, <laughs> well, the Google campus like has an amazing cafeteria, and I just think he just eats there all day. Oh, <laughs> they also like they have like the, this is what I hear. I have a friend who works at the Uber um, that's in. Uh, in uh, San Francisco, Uber office. and I went in there, and it's like it's like it's like the Death Star. Like it's so intense. There's like no windows, but it's also cool. Like, they have IPA on tap. They have these like I went on a weekend, and like still the cafeteria had all sorts of shit. They have game rooms. They have like a fitness center, but at wow. showers in the bathrooms, like like anything you might need is in that building. But the reason is because they don't <laughs> they don't want you to leave the building. And also, they work you so far hard that, like, probably mostly what you're going to take advantage of is the free food and the IPA and go back to work. Like, you're probably not so going to the gym. You're probably That's not it. going and playing foosball. Wow, wow. And also, you're not getting any vitamin D from the sun. Right. So, so that's crazy. That's how these things eat people up, and that's why a lot of people like they make a lot of money for a while, but they don't end up staying there for the long term, either because they have gotten, they were gotten rid of by the company if they didn't perform at a certain level, or maybe because it, you know, it's well, relatively I mean, destructive. Interesting. I don't think about that. You know, it's like, it's like with music, yeah. the job security was yeah. tenure, tenure or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, tenure or not. And then with <clears throat> job security, with anything outside of that, it's, it's even worse. You don't have tenure in the tech world. Mm, you get the camera at any point? Yeah, it sounds like yeah. that. At least on the show of Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know, and so <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta go. You, you know, it's just um, job security is a big thing. I never thought of it that way, but leaving music because I was always thinking orchestra job, tenure. Yeah. yeah. But it's 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 the opposite. You know, there's no such like tenure is a great thing, man. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to say it, I mean, like I, unions. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big it's, thing that I think about. It's, it's yeah. important, you know. Now, the tenure is important because you need those benefits and, you know, and all those extra packages when you retire. And the lack of vulnerability that somebody could just say, sorry. This guy's fired, yeah, right. And, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's scary when you don't have that when you're just freelancing. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, but I guess the tech is just freelancing, too, for you. 
more or less too, right? Unless you, I guess. Unless well, independent contracting is the luc- most lucrative thing you could do, probably. Okay. I don't know. I mean, making five hundred thousand at Google is a lot, but you can make a lot independent independent contracting. And it's interesting. I was talking to your friend Trevor about it. Yeah. And he's an independent independent contractor, and you know, but that takes a lot more responsibility. And that was the same thing in music. You know, that's why I did not succeed, honestly. The real reason I didn't succeed is because I couldn't find students. It's because I couldn't make the right connections where someone would be like, hey, come call this guy up. You know, I couldn't get get that right foot in the door where I asked the conductor, can you hear me play? You know, it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my, like, that's my biggest qualm, like, my biggest problem. The, the whole thing, I, I was never good at the whole uh, networking part of uh, the whole classical music thing, you know? I, I never knew how to get in good with the principal or the contractor, you know, like I didn't know how to kiss up to him. You know what I'm saying? Well not kiss up to him or just like hang out with him, you know, without feeling fake, you know, like or like uh or having feeling genuine, you know, like but, I mean, that's, that's the um that's the stigma of, of just the world, man. I totally agree. It's it's you, I mean, to succeed in this world, you got to find a way to be politically correct. You know, and it's, it's the most fucked up thing yeah, there yeah. is. Mm-hmm. No, but like the thing is, like, uh, what, what I wanted to do is, uh, I just want to, I want to be, I want to be honest. I, I don't want to fake it around my boss. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But you have no. a good con- combination of being like conscious and genuine. Yeah. PC is like you know that is PC something is that it's almost it's like a set of rules that you follow rather than being aware of things but then like still being honest you know with with uh, the way you interact. It's, it's a nuance. With society. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's I think it's called soft skills. Soft mm-hmm. skills. Soft skills. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. It is. It's part of the umbrella of soft skills. Okay. There you go. Right. What's that? Yeah. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Not a personal question. Well, I guess it's kind of personal, but just basically like very physical, technical question. Like you play clarinet, there's too many fucking buttons. There's a lot of stuff going on there, right? So you're concerned about your joints and stuff, and like you're in the tech world now, and it's all about typing and stuff. Are you going and, to have carpal tunnel? Well, well, that and people That's say. That's actually a fear I have. Yeah. And people say like sitting is the new cancer. What do you think about that? Do you work standing up? Do you work sitting down? Oh my god, dude! I'd say it's like I'll, I'll, I'll just sit, I'll lie down with my dogs, and just hold my iPhone up and just go through Facebook for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and like my hands, like I'm serious, like I'm like my hands starts to feel weird, and just typing all day, I start to get real paranoid about carpal tunnel. I knew a guy at Manus when I was doing my master's. Hey, Oh, is that what you do? Yeah, it's size right there. What, did you do that for like 10 minutes or something? Or like I don't really know. Three? I've never actually gone to physical, but people that I know that have really? carpal tunnel this is like so exercises. Oh, and okay. it's quite easy and kind of enjoyable. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Both. We're connected a little bit. We can do another podcast. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like, I feel like, I mean, me as a, this is what I practice. I'm trying to. I was talking to my friend Billy over here, uh, world class percussionist. You know, like the next about the next best thing coming up. Yeah, just watch out, heartbreaker. Watch out, but, but just like in general, like the little things, like joints, ligaments, like 
Discipline. That's what we yeah. Yeah, joints, yeah. Joints, ligaments, discipline. Joints, yeah, like, like, that's going to get a the, the, Joints, the, ligaments, discipline. The discipline to take care of those joints, yeah. like to be conscious of all that stuff. Like that's what I was talking about the sleep. Because the sleep like takes care of those joints and like the digest and all that really goes into the music. Yeah, taking care And like we watch these athletes, you know what I'm saying? Like uh these uh like these boxers Mayweather who fit you know, he just did it again last night. His hands were shit. But what he was doing for that training, the discipline, you know, to take care of those joints, to take care of the speed, you know, to take care of the boxes so we could dodge those punches. No, no, that's that's what happened. And, and, and I feel like as a musician growing up, those are the skills that I developed. Oh yeah, and, and, and like I see in your discipline, in uh, in your study, and keeping up with the tech and stuff. Yeah, because I couldn't do it. I don't think personally, but I know that's very useful. It's not. I mean, it's not very. Honestly, I think anyone can do it as long as someone sat down next to you and explained everything in layman's terms. Yeah. Extremely simple and and relatable. But things that. If someone were to do that for you, they'd be charging you, let's say, at minimum twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. It'd probably take a hundred hours for you to actually feel comfortable to do some really good stuff. Right. You know, what's the longest you've ever worked on a project in one sitting? Like you just looked up for hours. hours. Mm. No, hours. What did you do? That might be a nice one. <laughs> yeah, how many hours you said? Like three hundred. So it's about a two and a half hour. Okay, I did two tech two in two days. And that was about probably fifteen hours. And then I did for about a hundred. Well, total, two. total. Okay, yeah. okay. So, like just for the blackjack. Yeah. Okay, that was about uh, fifteen days, and that was about seven hours average a day. So seven times fifteen is hundred five. So let's talk about those fifteen days. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Were you, I was really, I was really into it. Did you take a shower? Or I was really into it though, because oh, yeah. like, what was your sleep schedule like? Um, not bad. You know, I uh, I actually I take uh, I have ADD. Just for the record. What what what, so, what what brand of cigarettes was it? I, I have ADD. So okay, okay. instead of smoking cigarettes, um, I, well I was doing that and taking Adderall. Okay. But I take a very pill popper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I mean Adderall. Adderall is a good drug. I stand by it. Uh, I think it's very useful. Maximum dosage, especially. What's maximum? Uh, <laughs> well, okay, I'm on Vyvanse at the moment, but okay. I also do have Adderall. On the side. As like, a, as like a PRN, or as like I bought this on the street. Uh, wait, this is all. <laughs> wait, wait, this is all prescribed. Well, Adderall is a prescription yeah. drug. Well, I have, I've uh, had prescriptions for both. But it's the joke is that Adderall is popular on the, on the streets. On the streets. Which, which. But it is a it is a prescribed drug. Yeah. Um, for ADD. But what I'll and, do, a, and a good one. A good one compared to some of the other so things what, that are. So what does it do? Is this right. get you focused? Is like uh, well, I, movie what it, or what it, technically what it's supposed to do. So ADHD, there's a part of your brain, right, that like is um, supposed to be what helps you focus, what helps you pay attention to things, and not get distracted. And it it is like not as active as it is in people with not who don't have ADHD. So mm. the idea is that you are prescribed a stimulant to wake up that part of the brain. So you would think that like you give somebody who's like kind of hyperactive and all over the place a stimulant that that would worsen the problem. Balance but actually, it what it does is it wakes up that part of the brain that for other people is just working already, mm-hmm. and therefore you are going to focus in a little better. You're gonna you're gonna calm down, but. But it's funny because of like how much do you take to get to that versus like people who have ADHD can still take a lot of Adderall and then get that like 
you know, the effects that somebody who takes it, you know, a lot of people take it to get that focus who don't have ADHD or aren't prescribed it. I feel, I feel like, like funny. Um, yeah. You can get it from coffee as well. Sean, get the cat at the table. Um, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, get that cat off the table, man. We live. Yeah, sorry, guys. That's Strauss the cat. Who's Strauss named after, Chris? Bring me on stage. Uh, uh, Strauss was named after Rip Ross, actually. Uh, <laughs> Strauss. <laughs> Ricky Vance. Strauss. But he has the true story. But, so that's why Adderall is great. No. <laughs> so what, what I'll do is I'll take as much... Well, not as much. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Yo, I, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, go on, proceed. I'm just saying, be conscious. Yeah, we'll pr- proceed. <laughs> yeah. What are we no. being conscious of? Uh, 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 levels of the microphone. But, uh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, but, but, uh, but, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, when I, when I was in college, uh, I've never been tested for ADHD or any of those things, but I think I have it because like my mind is like always going all over the place. I can't keep it, you know, unless I'm playing music surprisingly or playing basketball. Oh, I play with my mouth. First of all, I'll take that out of the basketball. No, but the thing is, the people with ADHD no, can focus better than people without ADHD but, but, on certain things. That exactly. You're exactly. It's actually it's actually a talent that's just like really, you know, driven into the ground by society because people want you to conform to the, the basics and people with ADHD are like, I'm gonna skip over all that basic shit yep. and be Einstein. And get to it. And so it doesn't always work out like that, but that's, that's the strength of it, right? That, that like you can Everybody actually, you actually can like, just, yeah, yeah. but the problem is that you have to function right in a day-to-day life. Um, yeah. But do you think that's, you as a therapist, you know, somebody who works with the mind, do you think that society as a whole is becoming since since technology is becoming exponentially like more ridiculous uh-huh. you think humans are just becoming exponentially more neurotic and it's going to like catch up to us and we're all going to get fucked and like be like drooling yeah shit no i i definitely think that there is a problem like that there, even just the point that i was making about like stick shift versus like automatic car i think that it is good for people to engage in the world that's around them in a physical sense i think that we're made to do that i think it's been proven over and over again that that uh you know using your body then helps your mind in a mental health mm-hmm. sense, in a in a so cognitive sense, all these things. I, it, it doesn't have to be any particular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it can be a lot of different ways of expressing that. It can even just apply down to like actually like reading something and thinking about engaging. It's 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 more about the interaction, I think, than it is necessarily about like one sort of practice versus another. Um, I do think that. You know, there, there's a lot of research now that's coming out about like kids mostly interacting with screens. I think there's problems with that on different levels, both in terms yeah, of Chris. actually looking at a screen. Blue <laughs> On your couch, in bed, <laughs> looking up at it for 20 minutes is probably not the best thing for your eyes. Or my hands. Probably not the best thing. <laughs> my wrist. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of the. And, but so I think it's that. The, um, it's the part of the yin and the yang of it, you know. But yeah. It's the yin and the yang of yeah. it, and I think. Uh, I also, I, I, I don't know if you were quite asking this, but just one thing that I, I think about a lot um, in terms of ADD, just because you mentioned having it, um, that it's it's something that, like on a certain level, I think that it's there there's a lot of strengths in it that actually get repressed by society, um, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, 
it is important for people to be able to to function in the world the same way but that everybody about, else does. So it's about the oh skipping over things that are less important to get to like a brilliant idea. Being very creative. <laughs> creative. Creativity. Oh, we think yeah, it's going to yeah. be like 1984. Like so I mean, I, you're you're saying you think you think at certain points that like maybe you had ADD. I think it's probably very common that people who go into playing music have yeah. that tendency. Wow, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Makes, ding, makes ding, sense. Huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, it makes a lot of sense for sure. For sure. Yeah. And that's one thing I feel like you know, <clears throat> touch my shrink about it. It's like, look, I'm trying to find a higher dosage, and my doctor won't give it to me. Yeah. Well, let's. Yeah, is wait, that the only thing? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying. Well, what being though? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, like uh, another reason why I'm better, why I'm resty, was that uh, yeah, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about. If you don't like, it's like mental illness. It's like you don't mind. Like, the bipolarism. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, I feel Type like. Type two, manic. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but check it, but check it. Like, uh, I've seen some things, you know, but at the same time, I've also seen, like, we just talked for, like, what, 45 an hour about how, uh, about all the great things you've done as far as music and, like, how deep you're into this tech. So you're functioning, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what were some of the struggles you had to deal with as a kid? Like, from, like, like, when did, like, when did, like, you really first see it to affect your your life, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. so, so I, I was, um, my, my original, my, my shrink um, knew me, I was about 14, and he wrote in his notes, question mark, bipolar, and that was where the symptoms started to come out, and I'll tell you right now, bipolar has been my number one um, struggle, or fight yeah. in my life, Yeah. and it's probably one of the reasons I kind of screwed up music, too. You know, yeah, and it's it's really yeah. fucked up because they, people don't. There's, unless there's some stuff there. Yeah, there's some stories out there, but like, uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. I got two. I got some too. But like, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, you, you felt like uh, your mind or, or or whatever you were going through, and people didn't not understanding that is what affected things, or you think you could have more control or what. Could you rephrase that? Oh, go, like, uh, like, uh, hmm. like, uh, cause you're saying there's like these stories that happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, 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 and like people not understanding or you think you could have had more control or you think people like, well, like the, the, those, those situations. Cause I've, I've had like episodes, you know, like. Uh, okay, so, so the way I dealt with my bipolarism, paranoia, all this crazy bullshit. Like, yeah. honestly, if I. sure what? Yeah, I, I, that's what my shrink told me. Okay. I don't even know what time two means. Um, and what does it mean to you? Uh, well, apparently, it's supposed to, like, you know, if you hallucinate, you hear things and mm -hmm. see things and shadows and stuff, then it might be type two. But what I was going to go at was. Um, mm -hmm. What were you saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a lot of questions there. That's um, yeah, yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, the way I overcame my bipolarism was through therapy. Like how did you do? Like how, and like, medication. No, no my, my original question is like, when did you first really, as a child, like yeah. was like age seven, age five, where you knew like? Oh, okay. So once I found out, okay, so let me give you some history about yeah, yeah, bipolarism. Yeah. Um, I found out when I was twenty-five about. And Yo, sorry to cut you off. All right, well, the, the, the guy that actually got me into playing my instrument, you know? 
he was like diagnosed, but it was like age 23, 25 when they figured it out, you know? It's like, and we, and like, he was just a special guy and like, uh, teachers were never mad at him. They were like, cause he had this perfect smile and whatnot and he could play the shit out of the bass, you know? He's like, yeah, like playing Paganini, saying on bass. On bass. Age 16, it's like, just showing up, just throwing fingers around. <laughs> throwing fingers around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's like, Ooh, you don't you don't see this coming. Just looking at the crowd, just looking at the crowd is mean. He's like, I don't want to be here. I like he's a rock star. I got yeah, it. yeah. He's a rock star. He was like the dude I looked up to growing yeah, up. Yeah, I think. But he was diagnosed, you know. Yeah. You know, but like, um, but he did great things too. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's just like my parents. Once I told them, I was once we found out I was bipolar. They were like, oh, well, we always knew there was something wrong with you. <laughs> it's interesting because ADHD and bipolar are often co-occurring, but also most people are on a spectrum of bipolar disorder. Exactly. But is, certain, that, is that just a product of society then? Like, no, 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 no. That's a product of you're a human. Like, bipolar disorder is basically that you have, like, a, an imbalance in your, in your moods. It, well, it's a chemical imbalance, but it's about emotional regulation and and um, how how much you're able to regulate your moods. Um, and it's definitely, it has something to do with chemicals and things like that, but if you imagine we all have a brain that was somehow, you know, curated through the combination of the DNA of our parents and then whatever else influences that as we're growing up, it's, it's quite likely that somebody, and also environmental influences and all these things, that somebody would end up with some sort of difficulty with regulating their emotions, mm -hmm. which is basically what bipolar disorder is. Yeah. Because it well, is regulation. Do you think that's like kind of a, like, you know, I talk to people who, are, who grew up in like 70s, and my sister grew up in the 80s, you grew up in the 80s because they're like the same age, like, I feel like that's when they really started to crack down on oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, medicine and drugging them up, and kids were like, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have as much, yeah. I've heard a lot of mixed opinions on like medication. Well, how old were you when you were first prescribed? Medication, 25. So that's much different, right, than like an eight-year-old being started on medications. Mm, yeah, that's the thing I'm worried, like, did they do some conspiracy, some government conspiracy? I think, I think they're a lot more careful typically in prescribing children medications, although with that being said, that's going to affect certain populations more than others. So that it is an area to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. um, medication has changed my life. For the better or for the worse? What do you think? I'm asking you. What do you think? Uh, mm. Yeah, what do you think, Chris? What is your opinion on that? Do you think medication could change someone's life by polarism in a positive way or a negative way? I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Do you believe in medication? Because, like, yeah, in some ways, because, you know, like, you, you, yeah, because, because I'm like, Chris has dreads, he smokes weed. Bob Marley shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, yeah, I think it's benefited. I think it's benefited. But, like, everything in moderation, you know, you can't just have jalapenos all up on the fucking nachos and shit. Yeah. Well, what better way to so regulate it than with the doctor? True, yeah. Hopefully um, you have a good one. So what do you, you, you think it was good or bad or? Oh, it's changed my life in a great way. So, so, but at the same time, there's some doctors out there that are on some whole business type of shit where they're selling opioids like that out there too. Right? What do you feel about Martin Shkreli? 
HIV medication, dude. Hyped him up 17,000. Well, awesome. Oh, the Ghostface guy? Yeah. But that's me. He also did the, the EpiPen. But that wasn't him? That was a lady. That was a, that was a different yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just complimented that, but yeah, it wasn't. He just, just got convicted of three charges. I hope so. That's, that's evil, man. People are yeah. weird. Like people should go. See, that's I feel like that's a huge thing with medication. For example, um, herpes. Are they ever going to cure it, or are they just going to have suppressive medication? Polio. Chris Rock had the same thing. Right? <laughs> like, no, herpes. I just, <laughs> are they ever going down to, are they going to figure out a way to exactly? Well, right? do they want to cure it? Or have they figured it out? Well, that's what I am curious about. I don't know, I don't have the science brain, so like, I t- for me, like to conceptualize coming up with like a vaccine for cancer, I'm like, well, that would just be like magical. That's like cold, like, yeah, yeah, like, like, people, people get murdered for shit like that, you know? Yeah, honestly, there's so much money in the business, like, you find a cure. I'm sure it's happened more than once where some like genius scientist found something, got murdered. I mean, oh. these are just people that are outside, oh, like, outside of my spectrum of intelligence, so I can't even imagine it. I, to yeah. me, it just seems very it, like possible that, that it just hasn't been done yet because it's well, hard. Well, is crazy, you know. If anything, I feel like... That's another thing. Like, it comes For down me, to, it's like, when will, when will the, you know, that pharmaceutical side be exposed? Will they be exposed? Do they need to be exposed? Is medicine the way we perceive it? Well, I think, I mean, mm-hmm. people, like, think about big pharma <laughs> oh, and evil thing. Like, that's already, like, people have a negative opinion towards yeah. pharmaceuticals in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. That's crazy. Okay, could you imagine a world where, like, instead of people, like, you know, the tech companies is, like, a big thing. Can you imagine if people just had, like, fucking mortars and pestles were just, like, throwing up herbs and, like, trying to make their own medicines? Hours, like so, for instance, like. Don't you think that's happening on the internet right now? Well, yeah, but 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 not yeah, like not, not in the same way. Like okay. you're not getting a job like that for making yeah. medicines. It's like controlled by big. You know, I feel like what's cool about the tech companies is like so DIY in a sense. Like, you know, you could like you know, there's a hero story. It's like you know, people. Who made um, the guy who made Minecraft? That's like a hero story. Like, yeah. You know, like you, most people are not gonna do that. Yeah, right. But but that's a hero story, and I feel like you know all the we're getting medicated by these big pharmaceutical companies. What are some like you know the next generation is like you know what fuck that we don't need your fucking medicine. We're gonna study you know whatever. We're gonna dissolve this pill and figure out what's in it and remake it. Is that politics at that point? Oh, in a sense, but I was just talking about the industry. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. talking about people who are like the actual creators of the field. Like you're the creative of your field. Like you're going in, you're using whatever I don't know, binary or something. You're <laughs> you're creatively figuring out how to make like an entity, right? Yeah. So if somebody was creating a different drug, you know, even though I think you know we have some perfect things out there in nature already, uh, but if people were like. Actively, like, okay, not as good as that, you know, that was the rush instead of technology, it'll be a crazy thing, but it's probably not gonna happen because tech, I mean, it's, it's like merging, right? Technology and everything, really. It's it's crazy. Like, what do you think is okay? I read this one article, and this guy apparently like prophesized the internet, it was just like the ultimate prophesizer. He's like, by the year 20, what's his name? 
You know what I'm talking about? Prophesizing? Like, well, isn't there like a dude that he also predicted 9/11? What's what's the guy? Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I came from Billy. Show your face. This is a, this is not the ultimate prophesizer. Just to clarify to people who are watching, <laughs> no. it is another prophesizer. No. that's not my. It was some contemporary prophesizer. <laughs> uh, he like used like algorithms and like. What did he say? He predicted he predicted that by year twenty one hundred, computer AI will rule the world. Mm. Oh wow! All automation, everything. Well, um, yeah. Hmm. So it's kind of weird. That's why, like, you know, people like Stephen Hawking, who who did who brought that up? Okay, Stephen Hawking and, and this uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Has, yeah. Musk, yeah, you know, they're concerned. Wait, wait, which which year is this? Who? Twenty one hundred. We got some time. Uh, Don't worry. It might be wrong though. It might be a margin error of like how many years is it till then? Till now? It it's might just be, within it a might century. Be like within a century. So, yeah. So what do you think about? For me, it's like, uh, like I kids. love <laughs> yes, our grandkids. Yeah, yeah. I love technology and stuff, and like it's crazy. I, mean, I have artists in my girlfriend all the time. Like I love paper. I just love the feel. I love writing. I love Smell. smelling it. Yeah, you know, new paper, more yeah. printer paper. But she's like hates paper. She wants everything to be automated. She's like this makes more sense, obviously. I'm like yeah. yeah. Until the like fucking EMP from the sun, right? Your solar flare or Terminator you know, Terminator two. Yeah, yeah. They were all like you know. What about handwriting? It's so personal. Yeah, it's like cursive. When was the last time, like, all my couple hey, of hey, 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 I'm about to say right not. now. No. I'm about to say right now. I can. And it's beneficial because y'all don't have to lift up your hand. Right. I would say I, I, I prefer never to write because my handwriting is terrible. I, I, to me, typing is a blessing. But do you really? write in cursive? I can, actually. Okay. I read better in cursive than natural. Right. That's for me, crazy. like, I realized it, at a certain age, like, after writing really messy for a long time, I was like, oh, with cursive, you don't. And you appreciate it. Right. the pen. And, and then my handwriting got better. Yeah. But it's obsolete now. It's like the swordsman. Like, who's content. writing it in cursive? <laughs> like, they're not even teaching kids cursive now. That's, really? What about calligraphy? Yeah. That's out? I love calligraphy, but they're definitely not teaching calligraphy. <laughs> they're not teaching calligraphy, but calligraphy is not... I thought we were supposed to get better. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow, that, that, that's dying out. But, but yeah, think about that. Now everything is... And it does off. make sense, though, that it would be like you're learning how to type... So everything is computer science. Basically. You must what have all the answers, because this is your thing. Um, Can't worry for me, man. No, no, no. What year will we all be overtaken by robots? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? What's your? We can what's your go back to the podcast. Uh. What? If it keeps exponentially. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, this is funny because like I, I remember uh, I don't know what's called on the exact term, but this guy was like, "Okay, there's going to be a point in our technology where we can't make this." The chip any smaller, right? So no, but, no, 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 no. Okay, well, for his argument, he's like, there's gonna be like, you know, this point where it can't get any smaller, and then we're gonna build like skyscrapers with those little tiny things and have so much fucking information, just like you know, well, I'm you, it's exponential. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, so what? Ten years ago, um, 16 gigs of RAM was just like too much. Nowadays, it's the perfect amount for something like I do. Mm-hmm. And you can put 128 gigs of RAM into your motherboard. Thank you. Explain RAM for people who do not know RAM on the podcast. No, I was just saying. So, I mean, like, 
Oh, you know, it's it's exponential. <laughs> like in terms, like in you know, ten years from now, it should be like sixteen grams or gigs right? would even run your computer probably. So what is it? Okay, okay, this is my question, right? Like, because you're saying like your computer, but like whose computer? Like, I'm thinking about like I, yeah, like my iPhone is like two right, years old. What are you trying to do with your computer? And like at my are you doing job, like, or are you just watching movies? Things are watch you know. Porn. You watch porn. Watch porn. High definition. <laughs> VR I'm definitely, that's what I'm trying to do at work all the time. Um, <laughs> um, the real yeah, conversation. Oh, good. I, 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 I don't, but wait, I had a question in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got, she got hit with the load, man. So my question is, though, like, is this going to be everybody's experience? Like, when I'm, like, I'm at work being like, how is it that this is the case? Like I said, the I mean, that we the number so one, okay, the but like, th- when does it catch up to everywhere? I I, I feel like I mean like because like, it's not okay, so so right me now. having to program That's a myth. me yeah. having to program with this new layout that they have is ridiculous. But I'm watching these update videos and they're like, look, we're trying to make things as easy as it can be for you. So I never believe that it's going to be to the point where only a small part of the population can you know use this technology. They're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they understand you know the demand that it requires. Well, what about the, uh, the the cost of it for everybody to implement these things into wherever they are? You know, it's mm, a good question. I mean, it could happen in our life, right? Because we're all familiar with technology versus like I told the story earlier about the doctor that I work with. People have to type for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like, um, uh, I, I just do think about, about mm-hmm. it. Like these things cost money. You know. Mm-hmm. It costs money to put like the the most up to date technology in whatever setting you're in, and some people prioritize that even if they don't have money. But like in terms of uh, like establishments, it's not going to be. Cool. So that's going to feed a lot into like who's exposed. It's, it's going to be tough for everyone. It. You know, the people that are developing this technology, people that have to use this technology. It's it's it's, it's has to be cohesive. You know, it's cooperative resistance. Mm. So you think that it's like. I love these metaphors that I come up with because they're so genius. But like, basically, like, <laughs> I got one for you. Thomas, when he said trains, brilliant. Trains run. Trains run everything. Still. Trains. Trains. Trains no, are needed. Trains bring everything everywhere. But if you don't have any train tracks, you can't have a train. So that's why the railroad was such like a cutthroat thing. So if you don't have any way to get Wi-Fi, you know, it, it doesn't matter, you know? That's, unless you're saying it costs money, right? You know the one thing that America cannot run on? What? Trucks. Mm. Trucks is not trucks. What? If the airlines went down, the world's going to be okay. Right. Yeah, trucks. All yeah, trucks too. Trucks. Yeah, trucks are actually more... More than trains, really. Yeah. Because your train is backed up. Trains are for like big loads, but yeah, you're right. Truck drivers still. That's why that job is never going out of stock for a while because that's the quickest way to get somewhere. You don't want to put your shit on a train, I guess, because it'll take longer. You gotta do all the stops. Yeah. So I need this shit overnight. Can you do this? Yeah, I got some Adderall. Let's go. I'm driving a train. No, they can carry more stuff. No, but they also move a lot faster. But you have to you have to take stuff off of trains, put them on trucks, and then trucks trucks on the right. Wait, why are we? Right. If anybody just said that, that was our guest making a lot of sound. We came at a good point, though. No, no. Our guest made a great point. Trucks are. Definitely the blood of 
It's interesting. I just watched this video today that was talking about why the wall between uh, America and Mexico just makes no point because actually people mostly come in on planes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's funny. funny. Uh, And also about how, like, uh, illegal immigration has increased because of, like, the the more, like, the the greater intensification of, of laws that are trying to prevent it. It make it's like more encouraging for people to just like stay rather than trying to go back and forth. Like, yeah, that's a slippery slope. I think it's dumb, personally. What the wall? Yeah. Well, I I would hope that nobody thinks it's a good idea because it's an idiotic I idea mean, on well, multiple levels. <laughs> somebody out here, if you listen to this podcast, you think the wall is a good idea? Send your emails. Send your uh, send your emails and we send will fuck you up. <laughs> no, we'll listen. No, we'll listen. We'll be very nice. But, uh, Medicine captain, we're very medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you get to a proper decision. Uh, we'll but, find you the right dosage. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's crazy. He's almost back. Yeah, I thought, yeah, all right. Yeah, Sean's so. literally doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> we're just free people. All right, there we I, so we're still talking about trucks. Yeah, yeah. Right because no, you made a great point, like... We're still, that's still pretty, it's not drones, it's like people driving these things, right? So we're still kind of in, Yeah. Not that's not automated yet. Because automated trucks are just basically trains, right? It's good. Well, yeah, it's like, my question is, okay, I'm maybe, I'm just like an idiot saying this, but dude, I thought they have train coaches or train, no, train they do. drivers. But, but if you want like a small, like look if you're like a- It's train, but trains are, uh, subways are not automated. They have a driver. Yeah, no, no, no. They have a driver, but in terms of if you have if you have a big train full of stuff, it's all types of different people's stuff. If you have a truck, it's just your truck. Like right. you have know, Walmart truck, it right. just goes to Walmart. Right. You have to worry about shit. Right. And on, top, and on top of that, trains can't go to the store. You have to have trucks to come get the stuff from the trains. It's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. But I don't think about it very often. Wouldn't that be crazy though if the trucks went out? Seriously, think about that. Be, you know? It would be messed yeah, up. You'd be in a car with Uber over there. And that's how dependent society is on technology. Right. You know? That's that's true. And, and it's just like with North Korea going all crazy on us, like what the fuck is wrong with these guys? You know, like the whole you know, like it's just so fucked up, man. You know, and do I feel you, so bad for those North Koreans. Do you think that in terms of attacks, nobody's gonna nuke each other? Like, I don't know about that. Man. Well, maybe, but but I feel like there's more chance, of, like in terms right. of cyber attacks. You as a tech person, what do you think about like cybersecurity? How important? Do you well, okay, so the Trump's administration. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, wait, 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 so what's the deal with the leaks? Because you like, because you, you guys Snowden. No, no. Well, just in general, because uh, uh, as a tech person, right. Uh, you guys, you, I know you got a couple of buddies that do some hacking and whatnot. Yeah, I think Yeah, yeah. So, so like, uh, how how lucrative is that? Not lucrative, but like, how big is that right now? Cybersecurity impact of 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 hacking. Um, well, honestly, it's kind of scary to say, but I, I feel like everyone's been hacked. <laughs> you know, you watch any porn, you download any. Illegal game, pirated games, pirated movies, yeah. anything like that. Even just downloading some, you know, watching some YouTube video—not YouTube video, but like some, you know, flash video. Yeah. Having to install that on your computer is just—it's it's dangerous, man. It stays there forever. Um, not necessarily. Well, technically, yeah, but memory-wise, but um. Oh wow. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, technically, it's like, uh, like, a, like a computer forensic could go through your computer and find out a lot of things about the things that you've done with the computer years ago. Memory never gets completely deleted. You have to format, like, you have I to think, burn it? <laughs> you have to format a computer, I think, um, uh, through, like, the U.S. standard, uh, the government standards, like, you have to format, like, three or four times. I learned that in, in, that in a relationship. Like... Go formatting a relationship. No. I learned that you can't delete everything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> no, that's crazy. No, uh... Alright, so like, uh, so what's the end game for you with uh, computer science? You just want to make a big program or something? I don't know, it's a good question. I mean, I might want to do a startup company. You want to freelance or? I want to do a startup company or just try to get as high as I can up the chain. Get as high as I can up the chain? I I, I, I feel, that's what I was saying, I didn't get a chance to say this earlier, was that with music, I was driven to be the best. And I didn't have, the, I had the tools, but I couldn't use my tools in that way. It's like music is like, you put the instrument in your mouth and you make a sound. Like, where's the physics in that? Like, you know, of course there's like certain technique involved, but it's something that you can't necessarily see, you know? Yeah. In terms of like, you know, and, and so going through music, I learned a lot about just understanding how to use my brain. And, and now that I'm researching and I, when, I, when I go through things, I'm very disciplined and we absorb things, left brain, right brain, you know, is in terms of being able to separate your analytical side from your creative side. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, no, that's a pretty deep dissection, the way you see things. Yeah, no, no. So, so, so overall, you would say you're glad you made the change, you wouldn't look back and Nah, you know, well, music at all. it could have been a different career, but unless I was playing with top five orchestra, top ten, top ten orchestra, you yeah. would not have been satisfied. We got stressed in the house. Well, I, 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 I would have been, I would have been happy, but yeah, I wouldn't be satisfied. You know, I, I'd be happy with that. That'd be really cool if I could do a top. I mean, top twenty, sure, but um, it, it's it's a tough world out there, you know. And I think tech is a great way to. I think anyone can do tech. Honestly, if you have the right person, someone that's a good tutor, that can explain to you things, and under see the most important thing is to understand technical terms. Right? Because if you read any kind of documentation in terms of coding or any kind of technology, it's not gonna make sense to you. Yeah. Like you look up something on fragments, and well not fragments, okay, um something like uh, I don't know. There's a lot of terms in, 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 in computers where you can just look up the definition, it makes no sense to you. But you have someone to explain the fundamentals of how technology works, you read this documentation, you get down the road. All it takes is just one bump, you know, someone to just give you the direction and give you an idea of what's going on. It's the same thing with music. Yeah. And so I think that, like that's how I was, I was able to transcend from music into what I do right now. It's weird. There's artistry involved in anything that you want to do. Of course, of course. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the beautiful part about music is that people that really love music are the ones that enjoy being creative, the ones that enjoy create, or even more than anything, communicating life through an instrument. And right now I'm communicating my life through computer science. I mean, it sounds like a bullshit kind of statement, but I truly feel that way. So, so, so you're here to help. 
You're gonna help people for the most part. You know? Oh yeah, I want to help the world for sure. But of course, there's money involved. But like, uh, yeah, like. I mean, it would just be awesome if I came out like, like, what if I was the inventor of Facebook? Okay, that'd be cool. I was like fucking super billionaire, but you could easily, you know, feel great about connecting the whole world together. Yeah, you know? true. And that's like a huge accomplishment. Like, what can music do? It you know? could potentially connect. But it hasn't. You know what I mean? Not to the level of Facebook, but the, the, how many things are going to accomplish that, whereas music, no, music regularly does connect people together. Yeah, it does. Music has done the same thing. Music like, has, has done that. And I'm sure it's like, it's a, it's like a top-rate pop artist or something. Mark Zuckerberg like. would not have been able to create Facebook without music, like the foundation of connectivity. Oh, wow. Okay. I just came out with that. <laughs> I think there's more to go I love it. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I like your point because I remember reading this book is just as Lady Rose like how to live like an artist for like, you know, people who are in the arts like the artistic thinking is what makes people like, you know, mold with Steve Jobs or whoever was creative in their thinking has been successful in any field really. Um your thoughts? Um well, you know, yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. like, okay, for Google, if you were to go in there and you're, let's say, okay, so I'll be honest, I'm missing a tooth, okay? I'm wearing, I have an implant. But uh, for a year, you know this, I was missing a tooth, okay? Yeah. So I was essentially a pirate. A what? A pirate. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? Without our patch. Right. Yeah, ARG. And so I was talking to my Google friend, and I said, yo, Ben, uh, you know, you know, it's like he, or I think he said to me, he's like, yo, Chris, if you audition, if you interviewed for Google and you wore a pirate suit, you would get bonus points. <laughs> there is a criteria called cultural fitness for all major tech companies, Amazon, Google, um, Facebook, even like, you know, uh, IBM, Microsoft, goes on the list. Because they want creativity. They want people who are willing to go outside the box and try to find different perspectives or ways to, you know, move technology in the right direction. You feel me? That's, that's, I, might, I might go and reply for a job, man. There's <laughs> a lot of shit. I'm a creative person. But what I'm saying is, so, so, you, know, he, you know, so the whole point of the joke is like, who had like a pirate and like missing a tooth and be like, yo, and then be like, okay, you got this guy. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, but I get bonus points for wearing a costume. That's the whole point. Right. Um, but you know, just the whole, the whole, it's just the music. I mean, it's not just about music. It's not just about computer science. It's about you, honestly. You know. So you it's what it comes down to. So you think that uh, would you say self knowledge is the greatest tool for being successful? What does self knowledge mean? Well, I don't know. It means <laughs> it means different things to everybody. Okay, because I can only be me. I don't understand what you're getting at. Though. But I'm saying, like, in terms of creativity, I feel like, at least personally, the main reason for any kind of thing to be an artist is to be honest with yourself, like that thinking. Exactly. So you know what works and what not doesn't work. Because if you don't, if you're like bullshitting yourself, you know, like you're bullshitting, like you really know how to do this particular type of code. You don't put it through the trials, and you're only hurting yourself, and you're not contributing to your knowledge of self. You're just only clouding it with different. And I feel like that's just a discipline of of you. I mean, like I said, it's not about music. It's not about. I mean, there's like music can be divided into three things, right? Athleticism, um, philosophy, and then or 
athleticism, being a philosopher, and being a comedian, being able to let yourself go, you know, have a sense of humor. And I feel like that goes into everything. Right. Right. You're talking about being able to. What's up? Uh, what did you ask? Athleticism. Athleticism, philosophy. Three things. Athleticism, comedian, and philosophy? Yeah. Okay. Well, what was your question, though? But, uh, <laughs> you're, you're, I feel like you were about to say tapping into that part more of an energy. Or, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? But what was your question? I forgot. Uh, just, um, uh, okay. just the artistic mind state, like, the knowledge of self. Being honest with yourself oh, right. so you can yeah. progress instead of bullshitting yourself so you're not. And, and that's a, like that's the downfall I think of a lot of programmers is that you know I feel like I had that upper edge over them is that I went through, going through music I, I I really tried to you know implement those kind of things mm-hmm. and 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 it's just thing about programmers is like you know some of the people get really far because they may be great athletes or philosophers mm-hmm. slash comedians you know. And it's 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 a really thin line, but when it comes down to it, it's work. Mm-hmm. It's just work, like you know, it's just mm-hmm. work. Like you gotta like, it's gotta be professional, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I love music, being professional, being able to get the product, getting things done in time, organized, all sorts of things. Right. That's what's up, man. Well, I feel responsibility. Like, I feel like I've reached a level of illumination in this conversation. Oh, thank you. <laughs> The different perspectives, you know? And, um, yeah. What do you think, Chris? Do you have any lasting gems? I don't know. Yeah, do you have anything else, Chris? Yeah, no, 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 just like uh, just good advice, you know. In terms of what? Anything. Life or health or heroin? What? What? Health? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I used to inject heroin. heroin. Not a lot of heroin. <laughs> Be a needle. No, no. Uh, look at my track bars, dude. No. If I had a picture of your face, okay, okay. If I had a picture of your face and a quote, what would it be? Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. What, 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 what was your motivational poster set? Yeah, yeah, the picture is like, we have, we have a poster. I like that, I like that. Like it's your okay. face next, like, okay, okay, okay. Barack Obama. It's gotta be Mata, right? Okay. Jeez, um, man. It's our, uh, all of them been taken there. It's okay. all of them figured out. No, 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 no,
Well, this is a great session. It's going on the poster. Yeah, I'm from Jim. Cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah, I know we have nothing left, but we'll do right. your drink. Thank you. That's my drink. That's my drink. Oh, thank Water. you to my brother, Sam Rusty Satone. You know, coming out from D in the D, you know. Detroit. You know, you know how we do. But uh, yeah, man, you're, you're a good friend. You've been a good friend since day one. We've been cool. We will continue to be cool. No gay jokes, Chris. <laughs> December, December, and like I said, it's certification. All right, all right. My goals are to start off sixty thousand a year, make a hundred within four years. I mean, I'm driven by money, man. Because I mean, as much as money doesn't bring you happiness, I'd rather be driving a nice car as opposed to a shitty car. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, the basics of things that make life just like a little bit easier. Not necessarily the like basics, like enough but to be comfortable. I mean, I, I'm smart. You know, my parents are well off. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's like luxury to me at this point. It's just like, you know, it's I'm just You want to be comfortable in life. That's a very yeah. good way of putting it, you know? And it, it being a musician was a huge trade off, man. Yeah. I mean if I was playing with the New York Phil, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I would love to go to work every single day. I would work my ass off. Yeah. But I don't have the luxury, so I've gotta move on, you know? And I guess that is my message is if things don't work out, move on. You know, use what you learned through your experiences to transcend towards some evolution of the next stage, you know, to evolve towards whatever or whatever you want to envision. It comes down to what you want. I mean, evolution doesn't just come happen because it happens. I mean, people make things happen. Take things into your hands and mold it into your vision, essentially. So, so. Yeah, 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 man. Yes, that's that's good. That's good. No, yeah, uh, because uh, it's it's so good to me because uh, I know you for so long and uh, I know the crazy days. Well, you've only known me as a programmer for a year or two years. I, I know I've known you for years, musician years. even longer, but like yeah. I see how you've grown and how you taking this, how seriously you're taking it. And you don't have like, because because you're not even working yet. You're just about to graduate, but to graduate. But, but you're looking for ideas for your apps, you know. So you're kind of working. So I'm, basically, I'm trying to figure out: can people reach you somewhere? Do you have like an Instagram or GitHub? Huh? GitHub. It's where my programming projects are. I guess Facebook, Rusty Satone. How do you spell it? GitHub. G I T H U B. It's got. Can you spell it like a little slower? <laughs> and no, I'm saying this is my portfolio for coding. Um, I also have a Facebook. Where can people find you? In terms of what? Like social media. You want my phone number? <laughs> Address, actually. If you want to say Address. Social security number. Yeah, G I T H U B. What you need is my zip code, my credit card, and probably my debit card. No, no, no. 
Just give us the Instagram and the Facebook. And my picture. <laughs> Just give us the Instagram and the Facebook. Wait. Okay, Instagram I Instagram is at G-I-T-H-U-B. Yes? No, Instagram. No, no, no. GitHub is a repository for training. All right, all right, um, all right. Um, so if they want to find you, they will Google your Facebook Profile. Yeah. Rusty. 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 Don't add me. Don't add me. But that's that is my name on Facebook. Alright, so I guess my whole point, my whole point being is that listen to me. If you're listening to me, listen to me. Okay? Because you gotta listen to me. Yes. Um <laughs> no, seriously. It's like in the business world, you cannot have Facebook. You cannot have all this shit. I heard so many stories of businesses like looking you up and just screwing you over because they see you wearing some sort of fairy dress on Halloween. Okay? <laughs> I swear to God. I've heard stories of <laughs> kids wearing fairy dresses and getting fired because they took the day off for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm serious. It's fucked up. And I just like stay away from technology because it's dangerous. That's uh, my final word. Technology uh, is dangerous. But also, yeah, but it's a great thing. And he works okay. in computer science now. But uh, <laughs> no, no, it's a dangerous life. It's all gonna be okay. You know, before that, I just want to say thank you for coming in again. I will not see you for a while, so I'm glad that I can give you some of my time. Yeah, man. Thank you. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, thank you for coming out. And yeah, he's basically saying you can't find him. Saying like, <laughs> you can't find him on social. But, he will, but he will be hacking into Catch your him shit. Uh, <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. Sam, see you at the next one. All right, bye. For Loop, to Loop brings you future fashion with a fantastic impact. The silicone loop necklaces come in assorted colors, black, white, turquoise, butterscotch, coral, gray, navy, purple, and rust. With sizes ranging from 17 to 30 inches, pop them on for a splash of volume and presence without weight or the hassle of clips and hooks. Visit forloop2loop.com. Use MedCab, M-E-D-C-A-B, when ordering to get discounts. Make a statement. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys listening. I, I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, we're a little sauced up with this one, but it was good to link up with a good buddy of mine and talk about what he's doing now, leaving the clarinet and going into the coding just glad that he's happy and enjoying life, you know. A lot of people leave music and become sad. And, but a lot of people leave and become extra happy too, so. But yeah, this is a, a case of that. But uh, before we go, I want to thank our sponsors again. Vaingloria with the fetish, new goth leather, handmade jewelry, and four loop, two loop with the, with the necklaces. Yeah, Vaingloria... Is spelled V-A-I-N-G-L-O-R-I-A. And for loop, two loop is number four, L-O-O-P, number two, L-O-O-P. Find them on Instagram. Check out their items, see what's going on with them. But, yeah, the the feature track of this episode, number six, episode number six is Eiffel Life. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Uh, if you guys are ever in New York and these guys are performing, I recommend... You see the performance, you know, these guys are so turned up, so lit, you know, so much energy, and they got like a positive message at the same time, but it's not no 
soft music, you know, they, you know, it's, uh, the way they put it together, it's got a lot of energy, and all right, I hope you like it too. All right, let me know how you feel. You can find us at the Med Cab at, at the Med Cab Pod at gmail.com. That's T H E M E D C A B P O D at gmail.com. And it's the same thing for Instagram, IG. And for our Twitter, it's T H E M E D C A B. All right, let us know how you feel. All right. Come here, punk. Who you with? Squad, squad, gang, gang. Squad, 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 gang, 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 gang. Squad, squad, gang, 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 gang. Ever looked at the world and wanted everything? Everything is yours, nigga. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Squad, squad, gang, 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 gang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Gang, gang, bang, bang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Ever looked at the world and wanted everything, everything I'm alive. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Yes, world, it's yours. Squad, squad, gang, gang. More, more. Ever looked at the world and wanted everything. For the record, fuck a naysayer. They ain't saying shit anyway. Say a prayer for a hater. He can die any day. My sis said suck. Success is the best revenge Perfect. So that's when I celebrate with my squad squad and my gang gang Monster truck flow, ever been to Soho? And bought everything give me, give me, give me, Don't compare me, me. my style, my fly home alone to another plane No business like show business by the looks of it You in the wrong business No logos, my favorite logo <laughs> That secret down now, one, one, one Take cover when you see it Eiffel, life, mm-mm, I know you see it You're nosy, ain't you? Yeah. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Gang, gang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Gang, 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 gang. Ever looked at the world and wanted everything? Everything is yours, nigga. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. Gang, gang, bang, bang. Squad, squad, gang, gang. My squad squad, my gang gang Talented, yes, in many ways We on a different level, man And we coming, yes, for everything Not in the energy way I mean the POS way Give me the energy, Goku, Spirit, Bomb, man They don't play Going fly, I day off, Easter Sunday We big as the US Army We get love like the beehive in the Navy Najirachi jeans, fuck the zips I got the rips with the snaps I got the buckle, Najirachi flaps in the back You know I got a match It's for the SS, it's for the GG, shout out to my nigga G, shout out to the OG, shout out to everybody, please. Everybody that respect the world, y'all know what the recipe. Little bit of good energy, suck a nigga, scream and help me, please. Suck a nigga, scream and help me, please. We ain't into that though. Suck a nigga, scream and help me, please. We can't help the need. Suck a nigga, scream and help me, please. Squad, squad, gang, gang.